I have walked out on a pool deck <laughs> and oh, been like, excuse me. <laughs> and it didn't go over very well, so I didn't do that again. No. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Welcome to Fit to Be Radio. Slip on your minimal sneakers, notch your headphones into your ears, tuck your smartphone into your pocket, and take us along for a walk while we talk. Or just grab a cup of your favorite drink and get on the floor and stretch a bit while we bring you all things fitness, core, and diastases recti related. You guys ready? Yes. Yep. All right. Born ready. Born ready. I love that. I, I love your first one, though, when you're like, I wish I could just say all those things. I know. <laughs> that is so bad. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to fit to be Radio. My name is Chris Banky. I'm here with Beth Learn. She's the CEO and founder of fit to be Studio. Uh, if you're not familiar with our website, you should go check it out. It's amazing. I'm biased, but it's very cool. Uh, we also have a guest with us today that um, I'm excited to talk to. Her name is Lynn Lindbergh. She is the founder of A Couch to Active, which um, I love websites and companies that kind of tell you a little bit right in their name. So I like that. Um, she's also a Pilates instructor and I think has like five other certifications. Um, she's coming to us from Seattle. So Lynn, uh, first off, what are all these certifications? I didn't even write them all down. You reeled them off like Pilates <laughs> and founder and what, it, what, what, what are the others? Great. Well, thanks, Chris. And hi and welcome, everybody. Uh, so if we want to just yeah, start with those fitness certifications, Really, almost any group fitness in a gym activity you've thought of, I've certified in and taught, except Zumba. I don't have the rhythm for Zumba. Zumba. I just can't do it. No. That's the dancing one, right? That's That's the dancing one, and I'll take Zumba classes just to keep myself humble, but um, you don't want me to (laughs) That's how I am. Whenever the member's like, hey, Beth, are you going to film like a dance aerobics or Zumba? No. No, no, no. Come on. It's not going to happen. I have to bring in some guest talent for that one day. And you guys should co-teach a a dance aerobics. Oh my gosh. We could. It would go viral. I love it. Well, and then the Pilates, um, that one was a bit of a fluke and it changed my life in a really awesome way. I was taking Pilates classes and again, same thing with my degree and background in education. I thought I could teach this and get paid to do this. So I went online, found a Pilates certification course, had no idea that was a full-on collegiate level, year-long anatomy physiology. (laughs) Like, what did I get myself into? (laughs) Uh, But the health benefits for myself are, they're going to just pay tenfold the rest of my life. But you did it though. You went all the way through. I went all the way through and I passed the exam on the second time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like hey, that. I was single mom working, commuting, uh, like whoo. So, and I did it. So. Yeah. Wow, way to go! I love that. I love that. So, uh, when we were doing the pre-show, kind of getting ready, we were talking about Seattle, and then you guys started talking about Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> You're not really from Seattle, so can you? I don't watch Grey's Anatomy. Can you fill me in? What is? <laughs> I don't even understand that. I just kind of wrote that down. Oh, sure, sure. So, so I'm actually from Bainbridge Island, which is a ferry ride away from Seattle. And we were just joking about Grey's Anatomy because if you're a Grey's fan, McDreamy, guilty, I am. <laughs> if you look out the hospital window, they always have the Space Needle and the Pikes Market sign, oh, yeah. and it doesn't exist. You it's can't. They're on two. They're three miles away from each other. You right. don't see them out a window like that. Yeah, uh, and. The, and the hospital, <laughs> when they have the helicopter showing the hospital, yeah. that's actually a newsroom. It's not a hospital. <laughs> so it just, We're getting the inside scoop. All the Grey's Anatomy Hollywood. fans are plugging their ears and going, la, 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 no, la. No, no, I don't want to know. <laughs> Magic of Hollywood. Yes. Um, and video editing. I love it. I love it. Okay, so let's talk about, I want to learn more about Coach to Active. Couch to Couch to yeah. Tell me, so what is this? What What do you do? How do you help people? What is it? Awesome. Well, uh, coach, coach to active. No. Well, she <laughs> was a coach. She was Coaching. a coach. Coaching. Yeah. Couch to active. So, yeah. So couch to active is some of the misnomers or things that people think about is they think, first of all, getting from sedentary to active, couch to active, 
uh, sometimes folks will furrow their brow and say, but I'm not on the couch. Like I never get on the couch. I'm so busy. (laughs) And so I know. So we'll just put that right out there. I know you're crazy busy. You're not on the couch. At the core, we help people get from sedentary to active lifestyles by looking at the relationships in your life and how to leverage them so you can just really empower the people in your life to support your active lifestyle. We look at the barriers you have to fitness and tether out and get you crystal clear on the difference between a real barrier, an imagined barrier, or in between what barriers you can let go of. We give you skills of how to let go of barriers that are here to stay and give yourself compassion. And we have about over 40 tools that I teach that are wow. just really tactile. I know, I know. You never knew getting off the couch could be have so much to it. Yeah. <laughs> but if it was easy, we would do it already, right? Already do it. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So it's really, it's a life transformation. So at the end, you've got your two-year plan. You know how to really own this in a way that you're living a life you love. And you're not just gritting out yeah. exercise routines you hate. Right. Yeah. That's it's it. In a nutshell. Definitely aligns with fit to be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love fit to be. So it's about the well-rounded, the, the well-rounded approach as opposed to the just get up off the couch oversimplification. It is. It is. It's that, that just do it will get you once or twice off the couch a week exercising. Yeah. And that's awesome. But it's not how we want to live. Yeah. We don't want to just be doing our lives. We want to yeah. we want to really be living it and loving it. So you mentioned yeah. you love fit to be, and one of the things that I, I noticed was we were kind of talking before the show is you've been following us for seven or eight years or longer. Are we eight years now, Beth? Yeah. So in March will be eight years since we started filming. And then yeah. October 2018 is eight years since we launched. So, wow. t- so tell me about that. So you said you, you, before we launched, oh, yeah. you followed a post that Beth said, which I didn't even remember this. No, I, oh my, it's hard to believe it's been eight years. I yeah, mean, yeah. Like, oh, I'm getting old. How could that be eight years ago? So <laughs> back in the good old days when Facebook was your friends. <laughs> Yes, just for friends. Just for friends, just for people you really knew. Not for political rants. (laughs) I've never seen that. What do you have to (laughs) do? I remember seeing in Best Feed um, just looking at, like, she was really excited. I'm going to announce something, and it's coming, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. And and I remember thinking, what can it be? And I knew she was in fitness. I knew she was exercising. She had passions. And and then finally she announced it. And I remember, like viscerally remember, and Beth, I don't think you even know this. I viscerally remember being excited for Beth. Aww. And because she was looking at solving a, a big problem for women around the world, just kind of this thing we don't talk about. And it's not really a socially acceptable topic at a cocktail party. Um, no. <laughs> Yeah, take me out. I always say, great. take me out to coffee. We will shut the place down. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember Beth got her first yeah. hundred likes. Woo-hoo! And then, you know, five more likes to 500. I mean, I do, Beth. I remember yeah. all of this. And it's just now, it's so exciting to see that Fit to Be is helping women all over the globe. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's kind of surreal for me still, too, when... Oh, really? When I start looking at the numbers, and, and the numbers might seem big to some, and they might seem small to others. Um, to me, it's, it's a, it's a responsibility and it's a ministry and it's a mission and, mm-hmm. and I have not got tired of it yet. So good. Well, it's your passion. I don't yes. think, I don't think you ever will get tired of it. There are days, but over- there are days like when our email system sent out 29 extra reminders to do lesson two of our get your glutes in gear e-course. And people wrote in and said, we don't need this many reminders to get our glutes in gear. Can you please stop it? Beth, that's, a little, that's still a little too soon because I'm still working on that. So. <laughs> Dang it. Um, Man. Yeah, when there's glitches, I am like, Ugh, can I, I just do fitness? <laughs> but you'll remember it. You'll remember it for the rest of your life. Remember? Yes. Oh, yeah. We're not forgetting yeah. that. But so, enough about me. Back couch, to couch to active. This back is to the couch. Name. I love no, not back. Back to active. 
Cal- oh, okay. Um, <laughs> tell us about that name. Like, how did you, what, 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 what about that name? Tell us about that. Because it's different than couch to 5k or couch to 10k or whatever that's called. This is not the same thing at all. Yeah, exactly. And that's actually one of the things people ask is, is this, you know, couch to 5k is a, you know, here's your piece of paper and here's your workout you do every day to get to a 5k. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that the same? And uh, no, no, we covered a lot of that already. Um, so no, couch to active actually came, uh, really, it was a big aha for me that came, if I back up a little bit, it comes from just my own life and my own struggles to stay active. I mean, I had, you know, corporate professional job for 20 years. You, you heard I've singled mom for 10 years of it. Yeah. And, um, and just relying on that grit and self-discipline and I'm exhausted. So I have to do this anyway. I knew there had to be a better way. I knew there had to be a way to exercise and not just be miserable doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, mm-hmm. Yeah. I know <laughs> this is a big part of my life. I want to love my life. I don't want to like every day for an hour, I'm going to hate my life. Right No. And, um, so I spent probably 10 years diving into that, that topic of how do I solve for this? And I couldn't find any real program that really answered this. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting how the universe bring thing, brings things around because I was on a walk one day and I, I had this aha. I was like, oh my gosh, active. this is it. Yeah. And so, you know, bought the domain, got that business together. And then three weeks later, uh, my corporate job I had, our entire department was let go. Oh. So I was like, oh, interesting. You know, the universe is like, okay, Lynn, this is what you're going to do now. <laughs> Hello, wake up call. Right now, no waiting around right now. Yep. Time to do it. Exactly. My daughter is trying to tell me that there's snow outside and she measured it with ah. a marker. Look, it's this deep. No one, it's that deep. Oh, you're <laughs> so lucky. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm so lucky that I had to take kids to school in the snow and then pick them up an hour later when school shut down. Yeah. Go back through the snow. So we, yeah, this, this podcast has been an adventure already and that is how life is. I'll tie it back in. So when life happens and your workout and your planning and your all that goes to pot and you have a chance to say, I don't want to be active today. Life is too hard today. And your program really addresses those things. So, you know, fit to be, we have these really gentle, simple workouts that then, then progress people into more strenuous workouts over 200 of them now. Um, But we, but, but what we do is still different than what you do because um, you're really addressing the roots, motivating factors that keep people from exercising in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. So fit to be has, you know, is a wonderful program. And I've looked at a lot of it where it's just, it's safe. It gets you there. And it's not that, you know, six pack, sweaty, drippy. Right. Oh, look at me. You know, I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like everything right. you yeah. know, that drives me crazy. And, and so couch to active, what it does is it, if you are someone who, you know, is joined fit to be and, and you've joined it because there's something about it that really speaks to you and resonates with you and you love it and you want to do it and, and you love just everything about fit to be and you're still having trouble getting over, turning it on, logging it in mm-hmm. and then you go days and you blink and it's a week and then you blink and it's been a month. What Couch to Active does is it helps figure out what is that? What is that gap between really honestly wanting to do this fit to be program right. mm-hmm. and not actually getting to where you're turning it on and doing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and that is a real issue. How, oh, how do you bridge that? What are, what are the, the, the motivating, like how do you motivate someone? How long you got? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Therapy or (laughs) their cash involved. This is great. This is great. So the 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 program, the program itself, if somebody says, Hey, I want, I really want to do this, I want this transformation, I want to solve this for my life. I'm done with saying it's important and now I really want to make it my life. Right. The the program we have when I first wrote it, it was 10 months long. And I said, no. Nope, that's way too long. We, we got to get a transformation faster than that. Right. So we put it in 
to, to an eight month program with a two year plan. And we look at a lot, but we make it one step at a time. So it's really tactical and easy. So we look at your relationships with people, you know, how do you lever, leverage them and empower them to really support you? Mm-hmm. And um, we look at reaching out to people. So, so for example, we all know it's no secret. When you have a friend to work out with, it's easier, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or if we have a class to teach. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot easier. Like, all right. We believe that. We're, we're, all, yes. we're, we're all preaching to the choir on that They're one. paying me. I'm going to be there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We know that. So we take those things that we know and we take them a step further. So like that topic of your friends, mm. we, look, we dissect it a little further and we say, okay, so let's, let's just say for me, for example, let's, this is a real example in my life. I have a friend that I can text and say, green like tomorrow, 4 PM. That's it. Three words. Mm-hmm. And my friend knows what that means. And she can reply yes or no. And we'll meet and we'll walk around green Lake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which if you've never been to green Lake in Seattle, you got to go. It's beautiful. Um, so would you say that that's a successful friendship for exercise right yeah I would but I got let me tell you something more about her in just a second so we'll set that aside so what we do is we teach that sometimes we have these ideas of oh I want to you know have my Tuesday friend and every Tuesday we'll walk and my Wednesday friend every Wednesday we'll swim and that'll be success and and then Tuesday comes and your friend texts you and she bails on you because you know the kid's throwing up and then and then the next week you walk and then for three weeks you can't and then you walk for two weeks and then you start feeling like this relationship of exercise is a failure and we teach to not put the success of your friends you exercise with don't hinge it on being perfectly consistent oh Yeah, Mm -hmm. be really grateful for the friends you have and just know life is bananas. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) it just is. And, and so if you can say, okay, this friend couldn't, you know, went dark on me for six months. Now I'm afraid to text this friend because maybe they don't want to walk with me. No, no, no. Let that go. Text that friend anyway. Oh my goodness. I'm so texting a friend right now because you're so speaking to me. I am literally in real time right now because I kind of did that. I have a friend that I was, I was walking with and then she couldn't do it for a few weeks and then I couldn't do it for a week. And then we saw each other at church. Oh my goodness. We haven't walked. I can't make it happen. And, um, and then I haven't texted her because I feel like it wasn't working and maybe I just shouldn't bother her. Yeah. Can we walk? Friday, because tomorrow's snowy. <laughs> Friday. You can't walk in an inch of snow. Come on. Awesome. Okay, yeah, so well, Beth, well, you're texting your friend, Beth. Go ahead. Uh, so let me go back to my friend that I have that I can say walk yeah. like 4 p.m. I walk with her at best twice a year. Hmm. That's it. And <laughs> for a while, I know. And for a while, we used to walk. You know. We had this plan of, oh, we're going to walk every week. And then that's what happened. You know, she got busy. I had a sick kid, you know, and then we didn't walk for eight months. And then, but I didn't make the success of that. I didn't. And it's not like grit and don't give up and keep, you know, don't stalk them. Like, like be smart. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stalk your friends. (laughs) The couch active lady said, I can text you every day until you say yes. No, that's not what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, so we take those topics that things we know, things that aren't a secret and we unpack them so Mm -hmm. we can get more clearly in how it works in reality. Yeah. Yeah. And because the reality is even if you only walk with this one friend twice a year, Mm -hmm. that's still two movement sessions that you got that you might not have got otherwise. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And if you have. And time with your friends. Yeah. And time with your friends. And And time outside. Yeah. And if you have 10 friends, exactly, and on and on. And if you have 10 friends that you uh, do this with twice a year, what is that? That's 20 work. That's 20, you know, yeah. 
And that adds up. That is so good. And that, that's almost three weeks worth of exercise. Oh, yeah. Out, you know, so then you start thinking about it in terms of the bigger impact that those things make. Exactly. It's 10% of the solution. Oh, and here's another funny, funny, fun fact I just thought about this friend. When we originally started walking around Green Lake, we didn't. We originally were meeting at a pub and we were doing burgers and fries. <laughs> and, and, and actually how it all started was um, one of us, I can't remember who, had lost their job. And we didn't feel like we could afford the hamburger and beer anymore. So we said, let's like skip eating and start walking. I mean, that's where. <laughs> there you go. That's where it all started. Years ago. Yeah. yeah. So is that one of the, one of the things you unpack the notion of skipping eating and starting to walk, which I don't know how that would go over as a slogan, skip eating, walk instead, walk with your friends instead. That might not work on its own, but (laughs) no, no, you gotta, you gotta take that case of time. (laughs) (laughs) Might throw off a few of the people with eating disorders. Exactly. So we were chatting about this before too, and you touched on it a couple times, but um, you say that you're the one that calls grit bogus. And I'd love yeah. to learn more about that because grit is such a popular word right now. What do you mean yeah. by grit? Yeah, exactly. Grit and the, um, and remind me of the woman who wrote the, the book on grit. Oh yeah. Okay. So there's a, Angela Duckworth wrote a book yeah. called grit and she studies grit. She wrote an assessment that, evaluates grit and she looked at you know what are different parenting styles that foster the creation of grit in young people and it's just a very grit centered thing and and you know she talks about it in kind of all of life like how do you and she has a ted talk too right she's got a ted talk it's kind of like a how do you deal with grit through all of life what does that really look like um it's not just about fitness but if we look at just fitness um exactly that's where how do you connect it together? Exactly. When we look at fitness, that's where grit turns turns a different page because we we all need grit to survive, thrive, and be successful in life. I mean, mm-hmm. that is that's not negotiable. We we know there's that. And there's there's so many things we already do in life out of right. sheer grit. Yeah. So when I look at fitness and fitness motivation, right. I say using grit and self-discipline as purely your fitness motivation plan. Right. That's bogus. Right. Because that that can backfire. It can totally, it will backfire because Mm -hmm. at our core, we want to live a life we love. We want to love what we're doing in life. And if you are doing this exercise in this box, because some expert told you, you know, that's what'll put you in your bikini. It's just, it's all wrong. And the, and it's not going to be sustainable because it won't make you happy. So that grit isn't going to serve you. Mm-hmm. So saying grit is bogus is a way of getting people to raise their eyebrow and say, "Right, well, if grit's bogus, then what do we do for fitness motivation? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And look at those other areas in your life to make your life set up so that in your lifestyle, so that exercise just becomes a more natural part of it. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so we talked, we talked a little bit about those, you know, with relation to friendship, things like that, but mm-hmm. what are the other, you know, high level motivators that people can use? Because it seems like sometimes grit is all you have. Yeah. You need to get off the couch <laughs> and get active. Uh-huh. Great. Great. No. So there's so, there's so much, like I could keep us here for, you know, hours or weeks. So I'll just say, okay, we're listening. You're listening to this podcast. You're listening to this concept of there's something else besides grit. Where do I start? Where, mm-hmm. what's the very top level? Yeah, and I would yeah. say a couple of things that I would want listeners to really think about is first and foremost, have compassion for yourself. Because so much of the time, that grit, that dive in, we just, we get frustrated and we get, you know, just feeling like a failure and it's just one more thing we feel bad about right. and just try to have compassion for yourself. And, and one way that I teach people to do that is to realize if you are massively frustrated about how hard it is to just do the fit to be program you want to do or do the running you want to do, if right. you're frustrated, 
recognize this is good because it means you haven't given up. Uh, mm-hmm. And when people realize, oh, my frustration means I haven't given up. Yeah. It feels good all of a yeah. sudden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that compassion. Okay. Then here's the second one. Okay. Compassion. How long you Wait a second. I want to, I want to say one thing before you do your second one. And that is that, you know, how different would our fitness look when we are moving in ways that are nice to ourselves. So instead of moving in ways that I don't enjoy, let's flip that around and say, I'm going to move in ways that feel yummy to my body and ways that are compassionate to my body. Mm -hmm. Fitness starts to look different. And I see it over and over and over again, where when people make that shift, in about a year, they end up back doing some of the stuff they hated before, but now they actually yeah. love it because it doesn't yeah. hurt anymore because now they gave themselves the time and space to work into it and do the things they love and try other things. And yeah. now the stuff that felt hard before doesn't feel as hard right. anymore right? because mm-hmm. there's been a progression of things they enjoyed. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I see that too. That's awesome. It's so, mm-hmm. it's so true. And, and that's where you got to stay open-minded when you say mm-hmm. in your mind, I like this kind of exercise or I hate that kind of exercise. Keep open-minded because that'll yeah. shift. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Number, so number two. Number two. Number two. You got to believe you're a human being and you would be amazed. <laughs> amazed <laughs> at how many people forget they're a human being. I know. I know. But so we know this, but we forget it. Right. And so, so here's the mantra I have people say, I actually have clients memorize this. My body needs exercise. My body will always need exercise. This will never change. It's not negotiable. It's science. And I know. Isn't that crazy? That's the basics (laughs) right there. (laughs) And, and, And when people realize, oh, oh, of course. And we know this, but when you really believe it at your core, then you can start really owning it and it doesn't feel like a luxury. It doesn't feel like, Oh, I'm, you know, being selfish. It's like, no, you're, you're a human being. Yeah. You're a human. Your body needs this. Yeah. 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 Well, and and here's, here's a a stat that I learned um, from a course I'm taking from um, Burrell education. You guys all look them up. They're great for continuing ed stuff. Third age women studying um, the third age of our lives as women and how our bodies change. There's a lot that goes on. But when they looked at women that took medicine for bone density, so pharmaceuticals to improve their bone density versus women who exercise, and they had this special study, long-term study they did. The women who exercise maintained and improved their bone density more than the women who took the pharmaceuticals. Totally. With, with no side effects because the yeah. pharmaceuticals have side effects. Mm-hmm. So now you have the side effects from exercise. You have better mood, whereas yeah. people on the pharmaceuticals had mood problems. Right. You had better sleep, whereas people on the pharmaceuticals had interrupted sleep. You, yeah. So like exercise, yeah. I don't want to say exercise is medicine, mm-hmm. but our bodies need motion. And this is not high impactful exercise either. This is, this is just movements, people yeah. that are walking, people that are just generally staying active on three to five days a week. I don't know exactly what the parameters of the study were, but that was the takeaway for this particular lesson in the course is you don't got to kill yourself ladies to keep your bones dense. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Is there a place where sometimes you really do just need grit? Oh, absolutely. Cause Chris likes grit. I know. Kind of fan of grit. Well, and you know what? That's where you can look grit in the face. He's kind of a fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can look grit in the face and you can really own grit's place in your life. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So absolutely. And, and yeah, there's definitely, there's going to be times where grit just gets you through. I kind of feel like what I hear you saying is. You don't want it as a lifestyle. I kind of, I, I feel yeah. like what I hear there you it is. is grit is fine and everything. And sometimes that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. But if that is your sole motivator, it'll only go so far. It for sure will run out. It'll for sure stop working eventually. Yeah. And then if it does, even for one day, then if it's your sole motivator, 
then all of the other negative things start to come in with much more strength, the beating yourself up and, and feeling like you're not good enough and all yeah. those things, because that's Push the only through. motivator is grit. And if you, and if you just, I'm just going to make myself do it. And then you don't, then everything else has a lot, all the other negative things have a lot more weight. It's a whole, you know, holistic kind of approach, which is what you're talking about is your approach. Then there's lots of positive motivators, Mm -hmm. not just that you failed one day. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, if you think about just even defining grit, I mean, it's really taking something here. We could say, this is my thing I want to do. And so, and I don't feel like it's going to bring me happiness or whatever. So I'm going to use grit to push through it. There's no happiness. There's no joy. Sometimes mm-hmm. we can see beyond and see a long-term goal that will bring us happiness right. and joy. Right. But the more we can get exercise so we don't have to use grit to push through something we hate, right? We still transcend above and get to our goals better. Right. Yeah. I love that. And, and in this day and age, when there's such a variety of fitness offerings, you know, even on Fitsbeat, we're one fitness website, but, you know, like you, jack of all trades have taught everything that there is to teach except Zumba. <laughs> I mean, I, we even have a water aerobics workout. Lynn, I don't know if you know this, but we have this water aerobics routine that we filmed in a living room. I put on goggles. I come out on screen, I have goggles on and shorts, and then I move them up while I'm teaching. Because, you know, if you're teaching water aerobics, as instructors, we teach from the deck anyways. We're not in the water. Mm-hmm. So, and I, man, I was sweating when I was done because yeah. you're bouncing around. But then for the, for the rest of the day, though, I had goggle imprints on my forehead oh, yeah. for the other workouts there, we filmed. <laughs> there are other workouts that have nothing to do with water with goggle imprints. Oh, man. So, Oops. Um, I love it. Yeah, so it's like you don't have to do the thing you hate. Your body needs movement. Exactly. And you want to go rock climbing, you want to go walking, you want to go play in the snow. So in a practical way, how does that how does that work? Cuz I feel like what you're what you're talking about is is not always just you got to go do this workout. Um, you got to go do this walk for this amount of time or go do this workout on fit to be, but it's more of a a, a lifestyle of activeness. Yeah. Um, I'm making that assumption because couch to active makes me feel like you're talking about a well-rounded activeness that's all day long. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Like, am I making the right assumption? Sure. Sure. Yeah. You know, and I could actually use the example of the holidays, right? So yeah. we're looking at, you know, how to have an active lifestyle and, and then the holidays come up and what I call the triple threat, right? Thanksgiving, <laughs> December holidays and New Year's, you know, it's oh, just, like, there's so much going on and it's so yeah. hard. And, and so to, to grit through them all and force yourself to do the same exercise routine that you've been doing or not doing, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just not, it, just, it begins to feel insurmountable. So, so right. we'll take, let's just take, for example, Thanksgiving, a real example in my life that I talk about is when a holiday comes, I consciously take a moment to think, what exercise do I want to do that I would love on this Thanksgiving holiday? Right. And I make that non-negotiable for me. And I say, okay. you know, there's probably a little element of grit, but I, but before the grit comes in, I say, what would I love to do? Yeah. And what, what do you want to commit to? Yes. What will it be easy to grit through? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so this took me a couple of years to figure out when I started hosting Thanksgiving at my house again. I mean, that's, that's a big ask to get in some exercise also. Mm-hmm. And, uh, first year didn't go so well. Um, well, I got the exercise in and we, we call it the year of the turducken, right? Yeah. Somebody brought a one of those turducken, turkey, duck, you know, things. I, that morning said, I'm going to do a turkey trot. I got up. Nobody else was up yet. It was dark. It was miserable. It was raining sideways. I went, I did it. I came back and yeah, there's a part of me that felt good because I exercised. There's a yeah. part of me that was proud of myself because I did it. I hated it. I was like yeah. this. It does sound miserable. Yeah. You're like, I don't want to do that ever again. That sounds, that sounds bad. <laughs> so year two comes around, same process, right? This particular day, this holiday, what am I going to do? And I decided at some point in the day, I'm going to go for a walk. 
So I made that my non-negotiable and I wasn't sure when, but I knew I was going to. And so when guests came, I made it no big deal, no pressure, no, like I'm better than you. I'm going to exercise, you know, none of that. But I just said, Hey, I'm going to go for a walk at some point today. If you can, or want to join me. And then of course the day got crazy, busy. There's no way it was going to happen. And then at the end, uh, as folks were leaving, I knew I was going to go walk by myself. Right. But I decided that that was okay. And as the last folks were leaving, one of them said, Hey, Lynn, are you still going to go for that walk? And I said, yeah. And so she joined me and two others joined me and four of us went for a walk and it was magical. It was like 10 o'clock at night. It was beautiful. The moon was out. The next day they texted me, they thanked me. Mm -hmm. So here's, here's the, the crux of the whole story. That was this last Thanksgiving. Next year, those same people are going to remember that great happy experience. And if I invite them to walk again, they probably will. And then the next year, year three, this is where lifestyle transformation comes in. Year three, those same people are going to come for Thanksgiving expecting to go Mm -hmm. for a walk. Yep. There is no more grit there. There's no more grind it out and do it. They are pulling me along. It's now my lifestyle. You're yeah. locked in now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. The concept, the concept of fitness as a tradition really fascinates me. And so like a walk at Thanksgiving has become a tradition in my family. Awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. This last year I was in a neck brace laying in bed and I was really bummed that I couldn't go. And then I, you know, it was my niece, Betsy, who was like, well, Betsy, you could still do Pilates in bed. And so like, I just jokingly was sitting there like pulling my knees in, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and you know, Hey, okay. And I was still a little sad. I didn't get to go for the walk, but that's, you know, releasing, holding things loosely, having a goal, having some grit, but also still holding it loosely. Mm-hmm. It's so important for releasing expectations of ourselves. And like you said, being compassionate. Yeah. Yes. Compassionate. It's, it's, yeah. It's really so important. I love yeah. that. I like, I like how it transitioned into something that, you know, people are really looking forward to tradition, you know, but at the same time, it's a, it's a healthy, you know, thing. So mm-hmm. much about Thanksgiving is just eating too much. It's just about eating too much. Let's be honest. A lot of people's tradition is eating an entire and watching football, watching football, sleeping. Yeah, and those are not bad things. Once a year, those are fine. Mm -hmm. But if you can balance them with a nice little walk around a little bit, that's that's also good. Yeah. Yeah. So I I do have one kind of funny off-topic Thanksgiving story, though. So we talked at the very beginning about these fitness certifications. I yeah. And so when I got the group fitness certification, which is that, that circuit training, step aerobics in a yep. class you know, like that, right. the very first class I ever taught was on Thanksgiving morning. Ah, uh, yes. I signed up as a sub thinking I've never been to the gym on Thanksgiving. I'm busy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so I signed up to sub that class knowing nobody would be there. So I thought, oh, that'd be safe. Uh-uh. It was no, like those things are packed. 50 people standing room only. We ran out. <laughs> yeah. The guilt fitness, wow. the guilt fitness workout is a real thing. It really they hadn't even had Thanksgiving yet. They were we, just yeah, and, Oh, and they fully believe that they're going to pre-burn those calories, which don't even get me into the science of that because that is so <laughs> inaccurate. But pre-burn. you just feel better. They just feel better thinking, I just worked out really hard. That gives me the certification to stuff myself later. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. It was, it was, it was a hoot. It was a really fun crowd, but wow. I did. Baptism I think, by fire there. Oh my gosh. I, as they kept coming in, I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now I, I know from I talking to you prior to our pre-show that you have something that you really want to make sure people know. Oh, yeah. And I want to make sure that you get the time to say that. Because uh, it's, I mean, it's going to sound familiar to some of my, my people, but you have a different spin on it. And so 
Oh, great. So Bring the it. one thing. Okay. The one so thing. What's the, the one thing? The one thing. The one thing that if I could leave folks, and, and this is a little different than it's not really that predictable, but it totally makes sense. If there's one gem that I could leave listeners with today, that this one really impacted my life in a really big way. And once I got this one figured out, it opened the doors and magic started happening. And grit became less of a thing because I was more empowered than ever. And and this was it. It really, it was just to look at myself in the mirror and say, and believe that I am worthy. Mm -hmm. I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of belonging. I'm worthy of taking care of myself. I'm worthy of exercise. I'm worthy of an active lifestyle. And once I believed that, that I was worthy of this in my heart, not just in my head, right. then magic started happening in a big way. And, and so if you're listening to this podcast right now today and you're saying, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Or if you're saying, I, I, this is too hard. I can't look at it. I don't, I don't feel worthy. Then right now today, I want you to make a commitment that you're going to start the path to figure out what you need to do to get the healing you need to really be feeling worthy. It's Mm -hmm. so important. So yeah, so fitness motivation, this, that, you know, 40 different things you can do. At the very, very crux and core, you got to start with knowing you're worthy of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Because if you don't, if you don't think that you're, that you're valuable, mm-hmm. then that speaks to the heart of many motivating factors. And I would challenge those out there, because I know this belief exists, that humans don't have value um, unless they're, you know, uh, that, that God is valuable, but people aren't. Or um, that my kids are valuable and they come first and I don't. But that flies in the face of other commonly held beliefs that every human life has value, mm-hmm. right? So if you hold that belief, <laughs> but you're not taking care of you and your life, then there's, there's, a, there's a paradigm breakage happening. There, things are not lining up. There's, you're at a crossroads where you need to really make, make that choice to not just take care of the people in your life, but to also take care of you because you're modeling that for people around you. That's just a heavy subject. Um, It really is. (laughs) But it's it's so, so, yeah. And I I would echo Lynn's challenge to even today, go look in a mirror and just say it, just say it. I am worthy. Or even look at yourself and say, you are worthy. worthy. The the message I'm hearing is it's not selfishness to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Not at all. And people can, go, oh, I can get behind that, you know, because I need to take care of others and all. And so that's not really being selfish. And that's true. But I think it's a little deeper even than that. And I think what I hear you saying is with the whole statement of worthiness is that that aside, it's still, it is reasonable and okay for you to take care of yourself and and to do it in a way that, you know, where with, with regards to fitness or whatever it is and giving yourself permission to do that. And I think that's a big change of thinking for a lot of people. It, it's, yeah. it's huge. And it, and it goes back to that when we talked about those, you know, three motivators, um, you know, my body needs exercise. My body will always need exercise. This yeah. will never change with science. You know, when we go back to that, it's, it's, it's recognizing that if I know my body needs exercise, but I don't feel even worthy enough to give my body what it needs. It right. isn't a selfish thing. Right. It, it takes that platitude of the very true, real truth of self-care. Right. And we dig, we unpack it more. And, and we need to look at, you know, it, it goes even deeper. You know, you can start doing the five whys on this and ask, why am I exercising? Right. Right. And, and there's a couple ways this, I see this go. One is, I want to exercise so I'm healthier and I feel good. Well, why is that? 
so I can have more mobility for my kids. Well, why is that? So I can be around when my grandkids are growing up. Right. That's all good and noble, but mm-hmm. sometimes the whys get really dark really fast. Right. <laughs> you know, and I know, I know, Beth, you're like, nothing's off, nothing's off topic. So it's good. Nope, go for um, it. So sometimes that, you know, don't be afraid of diving into those whys. And if it starts yeah. getting dark, dive in, you know, why mm-hmm. do I want to exercise to get in good shape? Well, why that? Because I want to look good. Well, why that? So I want my husband to be proud of me. Well, why that? Because I'm afraid he'll leave me if I'm Love not. It. You know, I mean, those things get dark, can get, but, but you know, the only wrong answer is not being honest with yourself. Right, right. So dive in, look at those whys, unpack them. Don't be afraid of them if they get dark. Right. Just commit to healing. And at the very, very core, if you get through all your whys, it's I'm doing this because I'm worthy. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I, yeah. love, I love yeah. you saying that because at the end of the day, you can ignore those things and not, and not explore them for yourself, but yep. they're still going to be the motivators. So you're only fooling yeah. yourself if you don't discover what they're there. They're there, whether you want to yeah. admit they're there or not. I want to read this really quick. I put this on our Facebook page. Um, it's from the Taproot Doula Project, and I posted it on our main fan page, Fitzby Tummy Stay Fitness on Facebook. The meme that says, a woman who heals herself, heals her mother, heals her daughter, and heals every woman around her. And then they ex- went into it more and said, healing is not selfish. The worst lie a woman can tell herself is that devoting resources toward her healing, and this could be for guys too, is selfish. Mm-hmm. Healing trauma, healing the heart, healing the body is the most valuable thing she can do in their deepest heart's your mother, grandmothers, and great-grandmothers only want the best for you. Think of all the sacrifices they made so that you could be here. Seeing you thrive is the fulfillment of their greatest dream. When a daughter looks up and sees her mother glow, she knows that she can glow. She doesn't need to be told that it can be done. She sees that it can be done. I love that. I love that. That's good. I love that, mm-hmm. especially that last line. She sees that it can be done. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to tell her because you're doing it. When she sees, when our kids see us glow, when our friends see us glow, yeah, then they realize, hey, they can do it too. Yep. They get permission in a way. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so Lynn, we've probably there's probably people that are going to listen to this podcast and they're gonna they're gonna say, oh, that's really touching and great and everything. But you just don't know. <laughs> um, you just don't know what my life's like or whatever. What do you tell them um, in addition to the, you are worthy? Like what's a, what's a tactical and a practical thing for them to do if they're just not, I mean, ready to kind of admit that they're worthy. Like what should, what's a, what's an easier first step? Uh, You know, I think one of it is to realize it's not a, it's not a switch. You flip. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's you know just it's not like a pill. I'm hoping there's a. P- is there a pill they can take? There's a pill. <laughs> one time. Like there is, but there's body and insomnia and <laughs> yeah, hypertension, weight gain. Oh, okay. So yeah. No, no, I would say you know it goes back to the compassion piece, okay. and to to know that again, massive frustration means you haven't given up. That's right. a good thing. Right. And the answers, the answers will come. I mean, you know, if somebody was sitting here right in the room with me, I would probably look you in the eyes and with love and compassion say, it's okay. You don't, you don't have to have it figured all out. And, and I mean, I had my, call it my dirty thirties and my, you know, 10 years ago where I had a, all kinds. I mean, if you looked at the scale of stressors, I was, they say hundred and above is, you know, you right. should be seeking help. I was at like 500, you know, oh. way. and, and I had a period of about three years in my life where I didn't know if I could ever feel joy again. Wow. And it was real for me. I just, I had so many hard things that I worked through. I really, I really didn't know that I could ever feel that again, or if that would ever be uh, something genuine. Right. And and uh, in my head, I knew I could, but in my heart, I just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And so I would just encourage 
that self-compassion and knowing it's okay to not have it all figured out. So good. It's okay to, to not have it all figured out. And it's okay to just start one small step at a time. And, and it's okay if you don't know what that next step is. Yeah. It's okay if you don't know. And it's okay mm-hmm. if you misstep to start again. And I think that's part of the problem that we have with today's society full of very well-doctored, uh, perfect Instagram pictures that we don't really give ourselves permission to, you know, yeah. have a misstep. And, and mm-hmm. But real people, so that's everyone. Uh, we'll have those missteps. And what I hear you saying, and it's something that Beth talks about a lot also, is you, you have to give yourself permission to not have it all together because that's, that's the whole point of, um, of the progression in the first place. If you had it all together, you wouldn't need this anyway. And since no one does, um, you have to give yourself permission to not have it all together. So I love that. Um, Thank you so much for doing this podcast. Uh, awesome. Um, yeah. If you guys are listening to this and you're not subscribed to this podcast, you need to do that. This is, uh, we have lots of great content. So subscribe. If you're seeing this on YouTube, um, you should subscribe to our YouTube channel, find our podcast, subscribe there, go to our website, which is fit to be us. F I T the number two, the letter B dot us. And also check out Lynn's website. It is, she has a lot of great information on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, couch to active.com. Very easy to remember. Very easy to spell. Go check it out right now. Yep. And we'll have a link to that yeah. from the podcast directly too. Yeah. If you're having trouble finding any of those resources, just come over to our website, do a Google search, find our website, all of our podcasts right there. Mm-hmm. All the information we talked about in this podcast will be up there, but I would encourage you to do it. And I would encourage you, you owe it to yourself to, to do some of the stuff that we talked about today. Some of the stuff that Lynn mm-hmm. talked about, um, don't wait for tomorrow. There's mm-hmm. no reason why you shouldn't start today. And, um, you know, it'd be mm-hmm. amazing. Hey, you um, know what? Wait a second. Wait a second. Before we end, and I've been meaning to do this and I haven't done it, but I think this flows so good into what Lynn did. Um, I just want everybody really quick to just close your eyes. And I just want you to whisper to yourself, I am worthy. And then I want you to take your hands and put them together and interlace your fingers and just reach your arms overhead and just stretch from one side to the other, right? And then put your hands behind you and just overlap your hands and then shrug your shoulders down and back and then roll your head around, right? Already. Okay, because this movement feels good, right? I know we should. This feels good. And tell yourself, this feels good. And look, Chris is doing extra things I didn't even say to do. Okay. And then maybe do a calf stretch as we close out today. And just keep doing little stretches. Or if you're done, you're done. That's enough. Because, hey, you just exercised. Sweet. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. It's been a a ball. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.